Like, how do you even know when you dream big enough? It's scary. It It's to the point of your, to what you were saying, it doesn't seem attainable. And it scares you to go after it because it's so big. And you can already think of all of the obstacles and excuses and reasons why it's not gonna come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know that it's big enough. Mi gente, dímelo, dímelo, what's good? Welcome to another episode of the Quien Duetes podcast brought to you by Plural. You already know on this podcast, our mission is to redefine professionalism. And our typical episodes are every Tuesday. We have a new guest join us for a very candid conversation around their experience between professionalism and authenticity. We just launched a new segment every Thursday and we're calling it Thursday Thoughts. We talk about a current event that's impacting the culture you know, our community. And we're also going to jump in and share some thoughts around how it's impacting us individually. And when I say us, on today's episode, you've got myself, Pavel, CEO of Plural, and you also have Samara, who is the head of partnerships at Plural. If you're struggling to figure out your 2023 resolutions and goals, or if you have them and you want to dream a little bigger about them, either way, this episode's for you. Now that you have more context into the conversation, let's just get into the episode. I feel like the way that you set goals and a lot of people set goals is just very different than what I do. Like, like what's your process? It seems very structured. So how do you, how do you go about it for you? (laughs) I typically end up landing on five things that I want to accomplish in the year. And it's typically a split between two personal things and three work-related things. This year I did three and three. So I, you know, a little, mm, a little more extra on the personal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dare I say balance? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at some point I I just start writing down a list, kind of like a brain dump of things that I want to do in the year. And they could be anything from working out to, I want to travel a certain number of places to, I want to read a certain number of books, which we know that that never happens because I don't read to whatever I'm thinking professionally. And eventually I start narrowing down how much do I really want to do that? Maybe how much does that tie into this other goal? Maybe I can combine both goals and eventually I land on a good five to six. So this year I landed on six, but it's interesting, like looking back at a lot of the things. So I have notes that I keep on all these goals for like you know the past seven years and i can see most of the time i end up hitting two or three out of the five never the five and for me that's a signal of like oh i was i was ambitious enough because if i had all five maybe i wasn't like aiming high enough kind of thing you set goals not even expecting to hit them i set out a plan to hit them but the goals themselves the goals themselves are potentially not achievable Okay. And do you write them down or is it just like in your head? Yeah, I write them down. You write them down. Do you put them somewhere where you see every day or is it just in a notebook? Do you reference back? So I take my iPad with me every morning to journal for two hours. And in that, I have a note tab in there where I look at that first. I have all my previous goals, my notes app. What I typically do as well is post them on social media so other people can keep me accountable. That said, I have yet to post it and someone random be like, yo, what happened with those goals? Like, how did you do? But for me, there's a sense of other people know I don't want to let them down. That's a story that I tell myself. Although in reality, no one's checking on me. (laughs) But for me posting it, it feels like I don't want to let the world down now. It provides a little pressure for me that I think I need in life. That's, that's funny because I remember seeing for the past couple of years, someone post their life goals 
literally mm -hmm. five different areas and it's like personal professional relational spiritual I think physical was one of them and what they wanted to do in each one and I was like damn this is like extensive and I remember like I screenshot it like it's it's inspiring but also it is I don't know something about like how methodical it is for me is a little jarring and I remember they said that they wanted to run a thousand miles in the year. And so they were posting, you know, oh, I did this many miles today, this many miles today. And then they started traveling more and their workout routine fell off. And, you know, they, they started the 75 hard and then it fell off. And I'm watching from the sidelines and a part of me wanted to be like, hey, so how many miles have you run so far? But it just feels so like assholey to, mm. <laughs> to be like, mm, to call someone out on potentially not achieving their goals. Do you have a close relationship with the person? Mm -mm. Oh, that, that switches things up a little bit. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, who who do you think is checking for you? Like, who who do you expect would be like, yo, Pavel, what are you doing about this million dollar revenue goal? Well, that's the thing. I know that no one is. But for whatever reason, I feel a little bit of pressure in a good way to just deliver on them. To kind of like build a reputation of like, oh shit, he said he was going to do that. Nah, he's not going to do that. That's too much. Got y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like told you so, yeah. but no one is, but no one is checking for me. Yeah. No yeah. one's checking for anyone. No one is checking. Exactly. No one's checking for any of us. And I think that's a, like the scary part of like putting the goal, our goals like out in the world. I think a lot of us are like, well, one, who's going to care? But two, what if I let the world down kind of shit? But in reality, like no one's checking for us. And it's so funny you say that. So I don't set goals, but I did start doing vision boards. Mm. And this is only the second time that I've done it. And it's only the second time I did it because I realized for my first vision board, a lot of that shit came to pass. And I was like, whoa, I didn't realize it. Because sometimes I set goals or, or say things. I remember in 2019, I said, by next summer, I want to buy my own house. And I didn't write it down or whatever. I just put it out there. And June 2020, I closed on my first investment property. So it came to pass. And I did a vision board for 2021. And on there, there were a couple of things like out of office and, you know, a high rise apartment overlooking the, the beach and things like that. And in the beginning of 2021, I it was not a thought to move to Miami yet when I created that. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to be, you know, at some point, someplace warm. And then I ended up in the first few months starting to get this little pull or push of maybe Miami could be where I end up. And I took a bunch of trips down here. I think I came down February, March, April, and then I did a solo trip in June. And by the solo trip, I was like, yeah, I think Miami could be home, but I really didn't tell people. And then I ended up doing 40 days of prayer and fasting because I was like, oh, I think I might want to move to Miami. And I've never had this urge before. So where is it coming from? So I was like, God, universe, if you want me to go, you got to make this happen because I'm not doing this on my own. And it happened really quick. I, I think I started it in June or July, right after I came back from that solo trip. 
And in August was when I made the decision and I moved down in September and I did it almost into the darkness of the night. I didn't tell anyone. It was literally a handful of people that knew. Ironically, more people from work knew than my regular life because I was like, what if it doesn't work out? Right. What if I get to Miami and it's not what I thought it was? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, just, it's too hard. I, I don't fit in. It's not the life that I expected, whatever, whatever. What if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? And then I tell all these people like, oh, I'm moving to Miami. And then I have to come back. And in my mind, people are going to be like, oh, so I guess Miami didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like we think so, all these people are like checking in on us. They're keeping tabs on like how many days is she going to last in Miami? I, I bet two weeks. Exactly. And so what I did was I didn't tell anyone and I shut off my social media. Yeah. You did the so, complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, because I also wanted to make sure that I was doing it for me and that I wasn't mm. just stunting for the gram. And I wasn't trying to show off or show out. I wanted to make sure that this was a decision that I did for me and that I felt good about it. So it was a bit of a, a goal, if you would. And that's the way that I did it. And looking back, I was like, wow, like it really came to pass. So this year I did do a vision board again. Mm. And what I do actually, is I take a picture of it and then I put it as the screensaver on my cell phone. I love that. I actually have my goals and my vision with me at all times. But I love the idea of having it as a background. And it goes back to the question of like, how often do you look at it and how often are you reminded of it? I think one of the powerful things too, of what you mentioned is kind of like, I, I want to make sure that this is for me. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking about this opportunity to just like inspire other people. And in you talking about it openly, I think other people might have been like, you know what? Yeah, you know, this year, I'm finally going to move to Nashville to wherever the fuck they want to go. My goal for this year, as far as working out, I stole it from somebody else. Shout out to Ish. And I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he has a goal of doing 300 workouts. Like out of the 350 days in a year, oh. just whatever the workout is, just like he has to do 300 workouts. And me chasing something bigger that to me seems scary and unattainable mm -hmm. is a little bit more motivating in a way. I mean, that's that's what happens. You you pick up inspiration along the way. So to your point of, oh, I didn't even think or consider that. Mm -hmm. But that's dope. Are you going to share your vision board? No. No? <laughs> All right. There's got to be an image on there where you're just like, no one's going to see this part of my vision board. <laughs> it's it's so personal. And Not it's even with so me? Uh, you say with me as we're literally recording this no no, no. i mean like in in whatsapp or something like uh, with me versus the world uh -huh. i mean and i get it no pressure i get it i'm just i'm just curious maybe, maybe i'll send it to you <gasps> I, I i i got y'all i got y'all don't worry about it stop i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking now, now you're not gonna get it my best friend got it oh <gasps> because wait we, i didn't i didn't i didn't get it what are you talking about you sent it, you sent it to me already yeah, yeah. It's in it's in WhatsApp. I'll I'll say I'll say this. I sent it I sent it to my best friend because we did it together the first time that we did it. And yeah, it's just so personal and and I feel so naked, right? Like these are my dreams and my aspirations. I'll share them with you. I have some quotes on here that I think are really because I'm I am also a big believer in affirmations. Mm. And 
I have affirmations or mantras, whatever you want to, to do. So one of them is dream big, um, be scared and do it anyway. This one is really good. My success is inevitable and my worth is indisputable. Then I have, I am not sure how, but I will. That's a big one for me because I don't, to your point of big ambitious goals, it's like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but it's going to happen. And personally, for me, I know that the way that my life has unfolded, even when I think of the investment property, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work out. Like I am a single woman on, you know, one income. We'll see what happens on paper. Didn't quite seem plausible. And if you look at the statistics of how many single women purchase uh, real estate on their own, it's it's a very low number. Mm-hmm. So again, don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And like, how do you even know when you're doing big enough? It's scary. It It's to the point of your, to what you were saying, it doesn't seem attainable. Mm-hmm. And it scares you to go after it because it's so big and you can already think of all of the obstacles and excuses and reasons why it's not going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know that it's big enough because it's like the likelihood of this actually happening is whatever percentage it is, but I'll land among the stars. Yeah. It's either that, or when you share it externally, people will start calling you crazy mm-hmm. in some form. They call you crazy. I mean, yeah. people, people have called me delusional on certain things. I remember I put out like my speaking engagement goal, which I didn't hit, which is fine for me, whatever. But people are like, you should aim lower kind of shit. In some way, people are going to tell you you're crazy. Yeah, people told me that. Yeah. Wow. On LinkedIn, the- publicly. People that don't even know you, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's malicious. I think it's more so like trying to protect me from the idea of failure because a lot of people struggle with it, right? So if I put a goal out there and my goal last year was 30, right? They're like, you know, you're just starting out. You should probably aim for 10, right? Because if I overachieve on that, maybe their idea of me is that I'll celebrate that overachievement. Mm. But in reality, I'd rather not hit my goal. It's it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. But like my goal is 30. I hit 20 and I'm happy about it. And in some ways, I'm kind of happy about it because I also doubled other people's expectations of like the lady telling me I should aim for 10. Mm. Did you know this lady like personally? No. no. See, and that's what I mean. Like, who is, who is she to even say anything? Like, you don't want, you don't want that energy in your life. Yeah. No, like, you don't know me. You don't know what I am capable of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop. I get, I get a little motivated by people telling me that I can't do it too. Mm. Yeah, It's weird. It's weird. Like, I'm really, yeah. Like, I'm really excited for people to tell me no. Yeah. And to be honest, I haven't had a no in a, like a no, no in a while. Hmm. I haven't had a like you're crazy in a while and hmm. it worry it worries me. I don't like it. Okay. So your form of motivation is proving people wrong. Yeah. But it's weird, right? Like I should be happy that like I'm get I'm getting a lot of yeses. Mm-hmm. But to me, that tells me I'm not aiming high enough if everyone's telling me yes. It's kind of like you going for a job interview and you say your rate and they're like, Oh, oh yeah, we could do that. I'm like, fuck, I didn't ask for enough. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? How I think about goals. Like, I want people to be like, oh, well, I got to go back to HR and see if we can do this. I'm like, yeah, go do that. Because that's how much that's that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want people to just say yes at the first instance. That means I didn't ask for enough of like what I like. That That's what it is. It's like I see myself of a certain value and what I could deliver to mm-hmm. the world and to myself that if I aim too low, I'm giving myself and the world a disservice. I love that. Yeah. 
I think that's very healthy, actually. <laughs> I do. That level of confidence and self-assurance is refreshing because so many times we waste time doubting ourselves. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, people are scared of our potential. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a thought starter because maybe some of y'all are going to listen to this episode and think to yourself, let me really think about what I want to do this year. And the, the one thing I want you to think about is how do you perceive failure? I think failure is what hinders a lot of people from actually writing down their goals and maybe even sharing them with people. You heard in this episode that I'm someone that is very comfortable with what most people would perceive as failure. What most people see as failure, I just see as an ambitious path. And it took me a while to realize it's okay if I don't get that done. Like Samara said, this is a very old saying, but aim for the moon. And if you miss, maybe you'll land amongst the stars. That's still a success for me. So think about what failure means to you and also think about how you, can you change that mindset so it's a little bit more positive. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a, leave us a rating and review, and join us next week for another episode of Thursday Thoughts on the Quintueres podcast brought to you by Plural.